time is this? You know what I mean? I think we're on the wrong station. Oh. Wait a minute. Let's Hold switch it. the dial. Oh, bet here. Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s with yours truly, Glenn Robison. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. On this week's show, we'll be spotlighting Irene Taylor, Hans Bund, Charlie Coons and Big T, and we'll do some moaning. Last week, August 16th, marked the birth in 1906 in Cape Girardeau, Missouri, of singer Irene Isabel Taylor. She grew up in Muskogee, Oklahoma, and attended Central High School, but left at age 16 to pursue a stage career, even though she had received no formal musical education. In October 1925, at just 19 years of age, she made her recording debut with Jack Gardner's orchestra, based in Dallas, and while appearing at the Hollywood Club in Galveston, Texas the following year, was billed as Irene Taylor, a really different singer of blues. Over the next several years, she toured the public's vaudeville circuit, billed as the Southern Darling, eventually settling in Chicago, where she was heard regularly over KYW, WENR, and other radio stations. Taylor made her most famous recording, Mississippi Mud, with Paul Whiteman, but was not a regular vocalist with the band until 1932, when she was hired to replace Mildred Bailey. While with Whiteman's band, she met Sager Ellis, who became her personal manager, and on April 11, 1938, her husband. He formed the Sager Ellis Orchestra with both of them contributing vocals. Following their divorce several years later, she married restaurateur William Gillette, but in 1944, an undiagnosed illness caused her to lose her voice, putting an end to her singing career. The couple moved to Dallas, where Gillette became a sales executive with the Gardner Hotel Supply Company. Irene Taylor died of natural causes on June 24, 1988, with her body donated to Southwestern Medical School. Here are three from Irene Taylor.
Sitting in the parlor With baby at my side How the time goes flying by Until it dawns on me I really should be going But oh, it's heavenly In the dim, dim dawn And as I start yawning up Kiss my sweetie Good night, good night Sweet dreams Good night Oh, the moon is blinking The stars are winking But what do I care for them? Are twice as bright. One o'clock, two o'clock, I should have said goodbye at ten. Four o'clock, five o'clock, I start saying goodbye again when the dim, dim dawn and as I start yawning, I'm kissing my sweetie good night, good night, sweet dreams, good Sweet mama, but it's that 
that you love me, you swear that you do. But how can you love me and be so untrue? Oh, what do you know about love? You say you mean it, how happy we'll be. But how can you mean it and be mean to me? Oh, what do you know about love? It's funny when you hold me tight It thrills me so much it's a sin But honey, when you hold me tight That isn't love, it's the mood that you're in I'd like to believe you that we'll never part How can I believe you when you break my heart? Oh, 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 what do you know about love? In late 1935, Sager Ellis formed an ensemble known as his Choir of Brass Orchestra, featuring eight brass instruments, but only one reed. The group toured frequently and lasted until 1941. We just heard their recording on Brunswick 8261 from 1938. Oh, oh, what do you know about love was composed by Jerry Livingston with the words by Mac David and is not to be confused with What Do You Know About Love by Mac Gordon and Harry Revel. Before that, from Irene Taylor's first recording session with Jack Gardner's orchestra around October of 1925, his composition, I Did Wanta, But I Don't Wanta Now, that was issued on OK 40527 with Irene singing I Ain't Thinkin' About You on the flip side. We began our little tribute to Irene Taylor with In the Dim Dim Dawning, music by Al Hoffman and Al Goodhart, words by Stanley Adams. That's an HMV pressing of the recording made in New York on November 17, 1932, issued here on Victor 24189. I'm Glenn Robison, and you and I are listening to Rapidly Rotating Records, bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. Last week, August 15th, marked the birth in 1898 in Neunkirchen, Germany, of bandleader, pianist, composer, and arranger Hans Bund, sometimes billed as Jack Bund. He first took piano lessons from his father, a music teacher, but received more formal musical training, graduating with distinction from the Berlin University of the Arts in 1919. In 1930, he formed the Hans Boon Jazz Orchestra, followed by a number of groups devoted to light music, and also worked as an accompanist, arranger, record producer, and musical director for German public radio. Hans Bund retired in 1962 and died in Upper Bavaria, Germany, on February 1, 1982. Here are three from Hans Bund. (laughs) ¶¶ 
Mädchen träumen dann vom Freiersmann. Beim Lied vom Lied und Glück. Und kleine Kinder tanzen, lächeln, ringeln rein. Als wär die ganze Welt voll Glück und Sonnenschein. Auf unserem Hof spielt oft ein alter Leiermann.
Get Hot Foot was written by Bud Green and Sam H. Stepped for the 1933 Broadway show Shady Lady, starring Helen Kane. Inexplicably, it was not a hit and was recorded only by Jack Sheehan in London and Hans Bund in Berlin on April 18, 1934, both using the stock arrangement by Jimmy Dale. You just heard Telefunken 78, number A1654, masterfully transferred by our friend Brian Wright and available on his Rivermont Records CD, The Big Broadcast, Volume 4, curated and with notes by our dearly departed and sorely missed big broadcaster, Rich Connady. Before that, from 1934, vocalist Erwin Hartung with Hans Bund and his orchestra, singing Der Alta Liermann, which translates as The Old Hurdy-Gurdy Man, written by Peter Kirsten. Unfortunately, the hurdy-gurdy player on that record is unidentified. We begin our tribute to Hans Bund with Fertig Los, which I think means complete or finished, written by Marianne Ravitz from 1933. Rapidly Rotating Records request line is now open. In addition to cards or letters, email or posts to our Facebook page or website, you can also now call to make requests for a particular song, artist, or segment topic, leave feedback about the show, ask questions or comment on the music, or just to say hi to let me know you're out there listening. The number is easy to remember. It's 1-234-PLAY-78s. That's 1-234-PLAY-78s. Or for the alphabetically challenged, 1-234-752-9787. It's available 24-7, but right before, during, and just after the Sunday night broadcast on KISL, I'll do my best to personally answer your call. That's 1-234-PLAY-78s. Last week, August 18th, marked the birth in 1896 of British bandleader and pianist Charles Leonard Kunz, K-U-N-Z. Better known as Charlie, he was born in, where else? Allentown, Pennsylvania. A musical prodigy, he led his own band during World War I while employed at a munitions factory. He went to England in 1922 as a pianist in a dance band led by drummer Ed Crick, and remained there for the rest of his life, which ended with a heart attack on March 16, 1958. In the meantime, he became one of the highest-paid pianists in the world, with countless appearances at hotels, restaurants, ballrooms, on the radio, and records, including these three.
for pale blue Indian moon Cherokee come to me we will sail the lover's lagoon Ooh, I love Lollipop, lemonade stand 
There you have three by the Kasani Club Orchestra, directed by Charlie Kunz, with three different vocalists. We started with George Barclay and Cherokee. The 1935 Cherokee, written by Eddie Lisbona and Michael Carr. Not the 1939 Cherokee by Ray Noble. 
That's from Rex 8458, made February 6, 1935. Next was the British female close harmony vocal trio, the Carlisle Cousins, who were on the good ship Lollipop. The Carlisle Cousins formed in 1931, after Royal Academy of Music student Cecile Thornton heard the Brock sisters and decided to form a similar trio. Her cousins, not really cousins, were Pauline Lister and pianist and singer Lillian Taylor. On the Good Ship Lollipop was written by Sidney Clare and Richard A. Whiting, and Rex 8521 was made in June of 1935. We finished up with Vera Lynn and A Star Fell Out of Heaven, written by Mac Gordon and Harry Revel. Rex 8859 was made in August of 1936. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. This and all our previous shows are also available 24-7, on demand, anytime at all, online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. And we're on all the major podcast directories. Several weeks ago, I was reminded by Leif Hallin, host of Jazz Etc. on Radio Sigtuna in Sweden, that today, August 20th, marks the birth in 1905 in Vernon, Texas, of Weldon Leo Teagarden, better known as jazz trombonist and singer Jack Teagarden. Leif was introduced to Big T through a live concert he gave in Stockholm in October of 1957, which was broadcast on the radio, and Leif was immediately hooked and has been a fan ever since. On what would have been Jack's 100th birthday, August 20, 2005, Leif devoted his entire two-hour Jazz Etc. show to Big T, and although Jack's been heard on this show numerous times, he's not had his own segment until now. As for biographical information... Leif pointed out that there is a two-hour documentary on Tea Garden from 1996 by Joe Scholler, World Authority on the Trombonist, available on YouTube. So rather than take time here, I will direct you to that. Jack should have this entire show, but with thanks and best wishes to Leif Hallin in Sweden, whose own 80th birthday was yesterday, here are three from Jack Tea Garden. It looks as if you really, really, really gonna go somewhere. You think I ain't going? Count the days I'm gone. Oh, Mr. Lamar, you spoke a book. You just got time for one good look. Cause Mr. T is leaving you for fair, for fair, for fair thee well. Going back where I can lead the right life, fare thee well to Harlem. Don't you dare to leave us. Things is tight in Harlem. 
I know how to fix it. How? Step aside. I'm gonna maze and exit fairly well to all I'm Lately here my soul is reaching for the Bible's kindly teaching Wants to hear the reverend preach and love each other Wants to hear the organ playing, wants to hear the folks a praying There's a voice within me saying, ease all brother, fare thee well to Harlem All this sin is righteous, going back where everybody's righteous, fairly well to Harlem, fairly well. water long, sleep in a hollow long. I'd rather drink mighty water long, sleep in a hollow long. And to be away up here in New York, treated like a dirty dog. Thank you. 
store I'd be mindful to do All things that would impress you Till you'd confess that I'm your happiness Chances are if you'd let me implore With my love you'd be asking for more But sweetheart, before I go too far Tell me what my chances are The Jack T. Garden Orchestra, October 14, 1931, with The Chances Are, written by Ralph Freed, Harry Barris, and Gus Arnheim. And as you heard right in the intro, Fats Waller was there on piano. Columbia recorded the master and issued it on their budget labels, Harmony, Velvet Tone, and Clarion, as by Roy Carroll and his Sands Point Orchestra. We heard a dub made in February of 1932, issued on OK41551, credited to the Cloverdale Country Club Orchestra, a pseudonym also assigned by OK to Ben Selvin's orchestra. Before that, the Whoopie Makers with Dirty Dog, a song written by Big T and Jimmy McPartland from the B-side of Path A 37042, recorded April 5, 1929. It was also dubbed and reissued in May of 1938 by the Commodore Music Shop in New York on their United Hot Clubs of America label. On February 2, 1934, Jack Teagarden was in the Victor Studios in New York and recorded Fare Thee Well to Harlem with Paul Whiteman's orchestra, assisted by Johnny Mercer, who wrote the lyrics to Bernie Hannigan's tune. Exactly one month after the Victor recording, Jack was in the Brunswick studios with Nappy Lamar, and it's their version of Fare Thee Well to Harlem we started off with. The label of Brunswick 6780 says Jack was assisted by Hilton Lamar, Nappy Lamar's given name. 
doing our part to keep alive the music of the 1920s and 30s. This is Rapidly Rotating Records, Sunday evenings at 6 on KISL-FM 88.7 Avalon and available anytime on demand online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. I recently received the latest release from Archeophone Records, a two-CD set of jazz saxophone recordings from 1920 to 1922 by Lauren McMurray. Mac, as he was known, will be getting his own segment soon, featuring some of the recordings from that collection. Being from Archeophone, the transfers and restorations are top-notch, and it has an 80-page booklet of notes, much of it new original research. You can hear samples and purchase the 49-track collection at the website archaeophone.com. The title of the collection is The Moniest Moan of Them All, and generally a CD's title reflects a track on the CD, but not in this case. So here's a set of rapidly rotating records about moaning, beginning with the Green Brothers Novelty Band. Thank you. 
Last time I played Moan You Moaners was in 2015 by Fletcher Henderson's Connie's Inn Orchestra. This time you heard a peppy version by Gus Arnheim and his Coconut Grove Orchestra with the vocal by the Three Ambassadors from a 1932 16-inch Transco radio transcription disc. Before that, Lonnie Johnson and Blind Willie Dunn, actually Eddie Lang, with their collaborative composition... Bullfrog Moan. They recorded it twice on May 7th and May 15th, 1929, with both takes B and D issued on OK8695. We started moaning with the Green Brothers Novelty Band and The Moan, written by James L. Shearer, who also brought us the American Legion March and Childhood Memories. The Moan is from Emerson 10228, made in July of 1920. 
I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. If you had half as much fun as I did, then I had twice as much fun as you. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, and as always, I thank you for your very kind attention.